Welcome to Rethink, the Financial Advisor Podcast. My name is Adam Holtz. And this is Derek Notman. We are your hosts, both veteran advisors and fintech CEOs who challenge the status quo, question everything, and have fun doing it. Hear honest commentary on the challenges facing advisors today. And be part of a community where we can all rethink the profession. Now on to our episode. Adam, how you doing, my man? I, uh, you know, it's kind of like the end of the year wrap up. I think we should do something fun for our listeners. So we're going to kind of deviate from our normal format. So your mom and my wife are going to have something different to listen to, but I've got a question for you here. What should advisors never do? Give me a top 10 list, man. You want all 10? I want all 10, but let's break them out. Let's, let's, we're going we're gonna to have a little bit of fun. Let's talk about each one here. All right. You ready? Here we go. Here, if you're an advisor, number one, don't sleep with your clients. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else do you want to know? You want to know? Well, why? What, what do you mean? They tell me, like, don't sleep with your client. Like, it's kind of a bold <laughs> statement. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure compliance doesn't like it, but I, I would say... <laughs> <laughs> if they care these days, do you have to disclose that as an OBA, an OBA, <laughs> I guess if, if there's compensation between you, perhaps, <laughs> you know, it actually depends on how many hours uh, you can dedicate to that. This is true, right? Yeah. Right. Otherwise you don't need to disclose it on your U4. Um, <laughs> no. What do you mean? I, well, what I meant, what do you mean? Well, I, I think that advisors should not work with their family. Yeah, I I have personal experience with this one. I mean, as much as my family, and I love you guys, if you're listening, there is so much emotional aspect tied up in this that I think sometimes it can cause unnecessary angst or inaction or resentment or all other fun emotional words that set us back. And then ultimately, we don't take positive action towards helping them the way that we would normally help our clients. You can't be objective like you would with, with someone you're not sleeping with. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you don't sleep with all members of your family. No, no, I guess, no. Sleep you know, in the same house, let's say, right. Or, right. you know, exactly. whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think, I think that, yeah, I think you're spot on. Like I didn't, because of how I started, I, I was halfway across the country from any family when I started I didn't work with anyone. I didn't work with any of my family members until like three or four years in. And I am so grateful that I didn't because it mm-hmm. does get super messy. It can get really messy. Like family get togethers are not the same anymore. It's yeah. You're, yeah. you're so well, right. I mean, obviously if you were a better financial advisor and you gave better <laughs> returns, then maybe they wouldn't <laughs> resent you so much. But I, look, when, when we talked about insurance placement and that, when that was treated like a commodity, it's like, help, can you help me, help me? Yeah, I think almost that's it's less it's more mechanical, right? I can yeah. certainly place or my team can go find out the best products for you. Sure, they're happy to help you and, and do that stuff. Because the challenge is, is that when you're the financial advisor in the greater family, you're looked at as basically being a resource. It's like having a doctor in the family, right? You got something yeah. wrong with you. Instead of calling your doctor, you call the family member. Like, hey, Uncle Joe, we've got this, uh, you know, sty. What do we do? You know. And I think that's more comfortable. But when we talk about finances, it can be really awkward. Um, and I have also found the opposite, Derek, which is sometimes family members that really need help 
they don't think they can come to you or should come to you and it gets all awkward. So the question yeah. is, is I, I don't mean to say that we shouldn't help our own family, right? We should take our knowledge and apply it to our own home. And of course, our, the people we care about. Um, that doesn't mean we should have a business relationship with them. Yeah, you can that's, help that's without I mean. selling them, right? That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather be an advocate to my family and say, listen, I think that that, that recommendation is good or garbage. Uh, and I wouldn't do it this or ask this question. I literally was on the phone with my aunt the other day, uh, helping walking her through how she should structure parts of her estate because, but she never felt comfortable talking to anybody. Yeah. It wasn't until I created a space to say, I'm happy to help you. And I'll, you know, it's not a business. I'm just going to help you. Just help that. Me. Yeah. So that's, that's my first recommendation. I see advisors creating a bunch of weirdness that they could probably avoid. Um, and what I've done in the, and most recently is, when I have somebody says, well, I don't trust anybody but you, I say, listen, here's who I trust. Here's who manages my money. Exactly. And then I refer them to someone who I know is going to look out for them. I think that's really good. So what's on your list? I want to hear what, what, what's on your list? Top well, 10. <laughs> I've got a list here, but we can maybe bounce around a little bit, but oh. um, well, I, I would say like, and this this is an a, an old statement I heard from I can't remember where I heard, but clients don't care how much you know. They just don't care until they know how much you ca- you care about them, right? So, like, stop pontificating, stop showing off your credentials, stop you know all of those things. Like, they don't care until they know how much you care about them. And how do you how do they know that you care? You listen, know. you listen, you just shut up. All right. Just shut up <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and listen, just please listen and ask probing questions. Don't ask yes or no questions. Don't ask uh, how much is in your 401k. You can get to that later, but listen, just listen, ask open-ended questions. Let them talk. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on, Derek. I mean, how am I supposed to tell them how smart I am and how much <laughs> and how much I'm worth, why they should pay me 1% and, and unless I tell them, and they're not going to know to ask these questions. I got to show them how smart I am. They don't care, Adam. They, they don't, don't care. No, not right now. Not at the beginning. They will. Once they know you care, they're going to be like, damn it, Adam, show me everything you know. I trust you now and you better be able to help me because I, I thought you could, but let's go. Yeah. But, you know, I call so then, this, uh, yeah, I call the same team, man. Remember when we were playing like uh, playing ball or something where as kids and you know, you're both going for the ball and then you're like struggling, you're fighting somebody who's on your team for like, but same team <laughs> that yeah, right. you actually have to look up, recognize, oh, that's right. We're working on the same team. Let me back off and you take the ball and then pass it to me. Right. So wh- whatever game sport you're talking about, the same team means we're on the same side. It's hard for clients to know that you guys have the same agenda if you don't know what my goals are, you're not going to help right. me get there unless we know we have an agreement. This is the goal. So you got to talk about goals first. What's the passions? What are the deal breakers? Where? What are you really uncomfortable with? What do you want to see more out of your advisor? And that really takes, of course, a caring, empathetic approach, right? We just talked to George Kinder about this. Do you remember what he said? Oh, it was all about listening. It was all about listening. That was, that was his biggest thing. I, if you haven't listened to that episode, please do because he brilliant man with some really great insights. Uh, but that's it. 
that's all it. You know, you know, a simple tactic I learned when I used to be a brick and mortar advisor. And if you still are just a brick and mortar advisor, please rethink that. We have a podcast episode all about it. Mm. Um, But what I used to do in my office is I would not have your traditional desk where it was sitting across from each other because that's more almost adversarial. It's not same team. I had a a round table that I would have all my meetings at where now we're Mm. on the same side of the table. It's wait, simple. Wait, wait, wait. wait a minute. It's round. How could you be on the same side? I, I sat right geometry. next to him, man. I sat right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do geometry with my 10-year-old. Now, I know there's no sides on a circle. So I just, That's just it. calling it's your same, BS there. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of that. <laughs> I did the same thing, though. I mean, I didn't have a round table. I actually had a, a trapezoid. No, I had a... <laughs> sorry, it's still top of mind. I had a rhombus table. Did you have a cylinder? It's a, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know where you sit around a cylinder. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> I had a, you could tell us is the end of the year podcast because we're both yeah, right. just like literally just exhausted. <laughs> oh, well, I actually had a, uh, not the non-office office from, uh, from a strategic coach concept, right. Which is literally just one big conference room too. So I, Love I agree. It. clients, Love it. they want to know that you're on their team. What can we do to help, uh, you know, clients, we, I don't think we have to lead with, look how smart I am. Look at this team is so big and we've got all these expertise. Um, I think that if they're already there talking to you, they probably already know that. Um, but exactly. it does mean we have to create more space. We're asking questions that they can just talk 80, 90% of the time. So we can listen and see if it's the right fit as well as understand what their real core values and needs are. That's it, um, man. It's a reminder. I, I know it. most of you in advice are already doing this. Uh, but it's a reminder again, just to take an extra pause and just listen and just listen. make space, make space for people to talk. I think that's really important. I love that. I love that. All right. It doesn't work in a podcast, by the way, making space like that. We've got a lot of space between us right now, Adam. It's true. About 3000 miles. (laughs) I don't know if it's enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's clearly not working by the way. That's not working. Great. (laughs) So what's all right. Great. Oh, what's the third one? I want to know. Okay. All right. Give us, yeah. give us another one here. Um, all right. So here's the thing. Jargon is for jerks. <laughs> jargon is for jerks. Where, what is that? Well, what is that? I, well, I, we have seen, and maybe this kind of goes along with number two, which is we got to remove intimidation from this process, right? Oh. We got to make it more accessible, easier, Stop pretending that people understand what, you know, a jargon, even 401k sometimes falls flat, 529, right? Yeah, right. Revocable trusts, get your slat out, and then we'll do a CRT. We'll move the money over to a uh, to the beneficiary designated trust. And then we'll, what? You found I, it really important. <laughs> this is not about your ego, right? It's right. about Check that helping ego. people. Yeah. And I think this is an educational point, right? I think our goal as advisors should always be to educate and not assume that people understand what we're talking about. There's ways to do it, right? Oh, there is. Well, as a subject matter expert, our job is to understand the complex and then simplify it for our clients to understand how it applies to their lives. So don't use those crazy terms that you just said. Like you're giving me a headache already here. I don't it's know what you those don't mean. understand them either. Right? I don't understand them either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's you know what has grown though? My ego right now, because I feel like I know so much. I know. I'm going to go to a different continent now because I need more space. <laughs> you can Google it. <laughs> Google. Beneficiary well, is it, is it part of the metaverse? It is. It's, it's going to be part of the metaverse. I think we're all going to be dressing differently in the metaverse. Are we going to have to wear suits in the metaverse, by the way, when we meet with clients? 
Mm. <laughs> the t-shirt suit, the t-shirt tuxedo. <laughs> I, I honestly think I'm going to be dressing up as like a, an animal, like a cat or something. Oh like yeah, we'll have to you have know our, that. What do you call those um, avatars? Avatars, yeah. But we're all going to be animals. That's right. <laughs> we're all going to be animals or the insects. You could be an insect, I guess, too. Listen, stop deprecating the industry. We're not a bunch of insects, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you just read this survey from Edelman that basically? Uh, what did it say? What was it? Uh, just over half of the people of consumers actually trust us, which means almost half don't trust us. Isn't that yeah. what it was? Got it. So half are perceived as as dogs and half are insects, basically. <laughs> people like love dogs. dogs. People, people love, dogs. love dogs, so they hate insects. And they don't like insects. There you go. Well, we don't want to be an insect. So what's number what's number four? So tell me what, what do you think is number four? Yeah, I and I was I was I'm sure you were guilty of this and I was. Lists are for salespeople. Like your hit list, your top, like we're doing a list now. So are we salespeople with our top 10 yes. list? We're selling, this is we're terrible. selling our, but no, but we're selling our like, intelligence. <laughs> that's it. Lists are like sales lists. Is, it's sales. It's, this should be called relationship lists. Mm. Like let's put a list together of people I'm going to go build a relationship with, not that I'm going to go like sell a product to. And that just goes like to the whole leading with advice thing right? Sales mm-hmm. versus advice and listening and all of those things. And don't go buy a cold list. Like, just don't do it. And I'd done it. I did it. It, it doesn't feel very, like it took part of my soul. It, did. <laughs> it really did. So would you, what, what, what'd you replace it with? You remove it. We're saying, don't, don't just rely on lists. What should you invest in? It's the long game, man. Like invest on your own personal like brand capital and and building long-term relationships and showing people that you are there for the long game and that you care. You're not showing up for the preseason and then ditching out. You're playing every game of the season. Yeah. You know what I used to do when I was uh, younger in the business? So I was so desperate to to try to be a subject matter expert early on. I you know, I did my CFP like you really early. And I would go to these instead of cold calling, right? Because our managers wanted us to cold call, you know, mm-hmm. hit those hundred names and buy lists and do all that stuff and just try to, I got to close business to pay the bills, right? Right. Um, when we were more product minded, I would actually, I couldn't afford lunch. So I would, these professionals, lawyers, real estate developers, people trying to get people to invest with them, accountants, that was their lead generation. They would offer these free lunches. So I would find out about them and I'd go to the lunches <laughs> and I would basically just network while I was there. And I would just show up and talk to the guy next to me and be like, why are you here? Like, I don't know. I'm here to... And I would try to make friends the with free people. free lunch. I want the free I'm lunch. Here I'm here for the lunch. I'm cheap. <laughs> and the credits, the CE credits. Oh, yeah. I need my free CE. Well, no, it wasn't even for our profession. It was for like law, <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> But I say that because I actually did make a bunch of relationships because I sure. kept showing up at these things. Right. And they're like, oh, when they thought of a financial professional, they're like, oh, that what's that kid that's always in the back of our rooms for him. So he's always eating the free lunch. Like he's getting thirds he's, every that's time right. he's here. He keeps going back to the buffet. I learned we a like lot. Him. I learned a lot about law and, and about real estate and tax. So I used it as a, but my point is that it's, it was a long game investment. Totally. So long I, game. I hope that we're using our time wisely as advisors. Let's, uh, let's, what's go the next on. one? Yeah. I don't, a- I don't know. Well, this one, this is yours. So I'm, I'm like, I'm afraid to say it, right. <laughs> what is number five? So this, this drives me nuts. Cause it happens to me. It probably happens to most of our listeners. Do not be a pitch slapping pirate. R. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't do the R either. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> 
In what other is, words, like man, bitch like slapping, pitch slapping pirate. pirate, man. Like, don't do it, right? It's like how many times have you had a DM from someone you've never talked to on LinkedIn? Wait, 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 jargon master. What's a DM? Uh, direct message. Thank you. <laughs> you got caught, man. I got caught. I'm so sorry. I've intimidated our listeners with you my did. DM comments. What's he talking about? Who is this guy? In other words, like don't dry shave people. You got to lather them up before you shave them. Come on, man. Give them a play. <laughs> Give them a good experience. Wait, I use an electric razor. What are you talking about? You got to stop using the electric razor, man. It's all about the lather and a nice <laughs> straight blade. Wow. That was, that's an old school thing. That's Most people have, don't man. know what a straight blade is. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I use. I still use that. You do. I sure do. You literally have a straight razor. I do like the long handle yeah, thing that they're called cutthroats. Yeah, I know why, right? Because I watch movies. <laughs> but dude, like other than my my stash, um, I can't grow any facial hair, so I cut like one hair with it. Oh well, that's pretty. <laughs> you look and sound cool from using a straight razor. And do you lather your face for your one hair? I do my entire face because it makes me feel more manly. <laughs> my forehead, my eyebrows, and the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is no. what advisors shouldn't do. Advisors yeah, shouldn't so don't do, do that, right? Don't do a podcast either. <laughs> well, all right. But, so, but what does that mean, though? So, so it it doesn't feel good, it. man. Like, how, who likes being pitched cold? Like, what? Give me an example. What's an example of a cold pitch? So, LinkedIn. You see someone changes jobs, or they just retired, right? We see those notices. Yeah. And you're you're schlepping product and you're like, oh man, Joe just retired. I'm gonna get that 401k. And you send Joe a message. You've never talked to Joe in your life. You've never DM'd, sorry, direct message, Joe in your life. You've never engaged with any of their content in your life, but now you're sending them a DM. Hey Joe, we have some of the same connections, right? Love the work you're doing. Notice you just retired. Would you like to roll your 401k over to me? <laughs> Like, uh, I bet it works. A, I bet it works sometimes. But boy, yeah, does a blind it build squirrel, negative reputation. Yeah, a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, so it just it doesn't feel good. People are buyers. People want our help, yeah. but they want to do it with a trusted source, someone that they know. There's a relationship, all of that stuff. So just please, just you know. Let, let get some lather. Go buy some lather. I hear you. I hear you. Although, and it's funny because I, I know that this technique works for some people because I get 20 of these a day. So I guess it's working, as you it, said. But, yeah. but I have to admit, I, it's a real negative for me to receive these because it's, you know, the, there's these canned ones, which is I'm looking to expand my network. Would you please link in with me? I'm like, get what? So you can solicit to me. And that it's a known solicitation. Exactly. Like, I don't have anything in common with you. Every one of those those LinkedIn messages requesting connection should be personal. Tell me why you want to connect specifically. What's in it for me? Don't tell me what's in it for you. Like this is it's 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 becoming table stakes. But why it matters, Derek? I think is because when advisors start building their reputation, it starts happening. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually you you kind of I think you're basically just knocking out your potential marketplace by by being I don't know. You're burning bridges. You're burning bridges, right? Yeah, that reputation will precede you at some point. Yeah, you know, I've sure. seen others call people out and like even share the DMs as a post. Oh right? no way! Yeah, man, like you don't want to be that person. That, in writing, that, 
Yeah, it's in writing now. Like, it's just be careful. Got it. All right. All so right. you ready for number six? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Don't say, advisors, don't say it's good enough. It's what good do you enough. mean? What do you mean? Well, look, I see lots of advisors. We talk to so many of them and they have a website they put up in 2015 and they're like, it's good enough. It does the trick. And one of the things that we have seen again and again is that your digital presence has to be on point today because so many people we've talked about in prior podcasts are actually checking you out, even though you don't know about it, right? They're going and inspecting your work. It's like literally saying, uh, teacher, I'm going to submit this C-level work and <laughs> she's going to repost it everywhere for everyone to see forever. In other words, the digital, the digital presence never goes away. So everything we've done and created it has to be preeminent because nothing's neutral to preeminent. So you can imagine if your website is 2015, guess what they think like your services are going to be like? 2015 or maybe barely. Older. Right. Yeah, maybe barely, worse. Right. Right. Because clearly you don't care. And so someone who doesn't care about how they're perceived in terms of how their customers are going to look at them is like, it's like walking into somebody's, you know, messy, cluttered hoarder room. Like, I don't know if I want oh, yeah. you to manage my money. Or even like a new restaurant that's supposed to be good, but you got maggots and cockroaches maggots, running around. Geez. Like <laughs> just wallpaper is ugly. What are the maggots? What are you talking about? How about how about a restaurant, a fish restaurant that has carpet? Like I, I can't eat there. You know how many times fish is spilled oh, on the floor? That's just and that bad, carpet man. just stinks. And I'm like, why wouldn't you replace the darn carpet? Not no. replace it. Get rid of it. Put in. I'm sorry, they should replace it. Put in yeah, something Detroit. where maggots can grow. Right. Maggot unfriendly <laughs> spot. Maggots. That's hilarious. What kind of restaurants do you have in California? There, well, right. there's some questionable ones. <laughs> cool. What's number seven? All right. Give, give um, us number seven, Derek. All right. Don't be a one trick pony, right? One product does not solve every client's financial problem. Right. Have you heard of the Cadillac of CDs, Adam? Have what you the, heard of the rich man's Roth? Wait, what are those things? They sound <laughs> right? awesome. I want don't that. Don't they sound amazing? Like I, I would want them. I wouldn't want one of those. What? And so don't be like, oh man, there was this guy he used to, he used to call himself the VUL King. <laughs> VUL King. Yeah. Why? Because everybody got indoctrinated with the VUL. Yeah, that's it. That was all that he that's all he sold. Like, I'm the VUL King. Everyone buys it from me. Yeah. Don't do I, that because not every product solves every problem. That's like saying like my vitamins will cure every alien ailment I've ever had or will have. It doesn't work that way. Wait, you mean the vitamins that you told me to take are not going to, not going <laughs> to, dude, I got a referral payment. I'm selling you that. <laughs> That's right. Isn't that I, it's my affiliate link. It's amazing what compensation will do. <laughs> you want to, well, you want to retire? Buy an annuity. Buy an you want to stay for college? Buy an annuity. You want to have some liquidity reserve? Buy an annuity. <laughs> what? Over overfund permanent that life insurance. One product does not solve every problem. It, it doesn't. It, okay. Every product has its place. We've seen way too much of this. It does, it gives the industry of financial advisors a bad name. We know that. When somebody tries to push a product, a square peg into the round hole. Every all the time. Time. Every time. You know who it does solve a problem for every time? Who? The person selling it. I, I see that. It, it'll help you get your kids to college. It'll help you retire. It'll help you buy that 
that next car. It's true. Right. That, it's that's not financial like, planning for me. <laughs> selling product for you. Buying product. It. Excuse me. Yeah. This will right. make me really happy. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You wanted me to help you with your retirement planning. Oh, I thought this talk. was about me. <laughs> I wasn't listening to you, so I just thought this was okay. That's right. That's right. I was I was so busy telling you how smart I was that I was helping my own retirement. Didn't you hear all that jargon I used? I'm really I know, smart. Seriously. It's came up on this list, you know. I figured after I DM'd you that basically my crappy website, I'd just sell you this product. You see what I mean? This is the garbage that gives our industry it totally does, man. And it's like one you know. bad apple will rotten the whole basket. So don't do that. Don't do that. Stop doing that. All right. That's I need true. to know that this next one, I, I am very keen on hearing. And I think you even asked a, a guest to come in for a second on this one. <laughs> uh, number eight. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Is everybody number ready? Eight. Here we go. I want to hear it. We're welcome. Yeah. So we, we, we invited the ultimate robo advisor to come in and tell us this. Okay. Good. Go ahead. Go ahead, Arnold. Don't <laughs> try to outtake the robo. <laughs> I don't even know if that sounded like. I think that's not, I think that's really close. I, I think it's he had close. a cold when we interviewed him, right? No, it's true. I should have just done the replay. Right. Well, this is if anybody didn't hear what I actually said or what Arnold said. Uh, we've seen so many advisors are trying to out techify the robo advisors. In other words, they just think they can add all this tech to their stack, right? To their to their practice and deliver such a great technology experience. And still charge a significant amount under the pretense of, look at all this experience I'm giving you. You will not beat the robo-advisor and, of course, direct-to-consumer you know, technology. You have to be more human here. There's no reason to try to fight with the Terminator. We should be basically putting the Terminator on our team. And that's really the whole point. You will not compete directly with the low-margin, low-cost, way better tech than you could ever execute that is the next generation of robo advice. We should find ways to integrate that into our practice. I love it. So you're saying bring the Terminator on the team and think about the Terminator yeah. movies. Totally. The only Terminator that made it through all of them was Arnold. Because right. he was the most human of all of them. All the other like ones where they were trying to out tech and do all that stuff. None of those Terminators made it, man. I never realized that. That's true. I just watched the fourth it. one. I think it was the fourth one. I ran I out know. of stuff to watch on Netflix. So I watched Terminator 4. <laughs> And yeah, you're right. Honor it's so true though. There. He's always there, man. He's the human guy. He's the one that ends up being like, like a pseudo dad and all that yeah. stuff. Cause he's the human one. So, so don't, yeah. Bring, bring Schwarzenegger on your team, folks. He, he wants to help you just don't arm wrestle him. That's true. Right. So don't out, try to, don't try to out, you know, argue that you're going to deliver a better experience in financial advice. Cause you got so much tech. People want more human. They want less tech, believe it or not. There you go. All right. What do you got for number nine? Well, on that on that whole thing of tech, stop blaming tech for your problems. Like, you know, like, hey, honey, you're, you're not doing it right. Is that what? <laughs> well, wait a minute. Whose podcast is this for? <laughs> what, what do you mean? It's your mom and my wife, man. That's the only people that maybe you can get your aunt to listen to this. I don't That's know. That's true. Maybe my, my aunt. I got a couple brothers, too. There you go, man. We could get this thing up to like five people. Everybody's rolling their <laughs> eyes at this point. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Tech is not your problem. Focus is your problem. Focus. <laughs> you need, if you're going to get tech and you, we're, we're not saying don't get tech, like you need to have the human element, but get tech. But then you actually got to like train yourself on it and your staff. And then you got to implement the stuff, right? You got to like know how to use it. 
they want you to know how to use it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so be that. So don't blame you buy a new tech and like, Oh, I didn't get any leads or I didn't close any business. That's not the tech's fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Right. I know a lot of people that are spending a significant amount of budget on technology. They bought the CRM, they bought the planning tool, they bought the portfolio analytics, they bought the specialized planning tool. They got the social security analyzer. They got the estate planning tool. Oh, they got the, so the, the vault. They got the aggregation. They got that. None, none of it works. You know why? Because you spent no money on training. We, we hear some phrases or some kind of uh, guidance, excuse me, for how much you should spend on tech and how much you should, plan, you should spend on training. You should spend at least twice what you spend on tech in training for your people and you. Totally. Right? Go totally. learn how to use it. Otherwise, you're not getting the ROI. You're basically just burying money, like a, buying the peloton and hanging clothes on it. Like that's, <laughs> and that's too common, right? That's right. Oh, We've been doing it. Well, I mean, I'll, I, I'm not a pelt. I was the Nordic track guy. Remember oh, Nordic that's track? Perfect for clothes hanging. Perfect. <laughs> it totally is, right? With the high hanger and the low hanger. <laughs> it totally did. Oh, Fits man. Oh, my ex stepbrother used to work at Nordic track. You hear that? Ex stepbrother. Go, go yeah. figure that one out. <laughs> I'm trying not to without insulting you. I don't know what, don't. what to say. All right. Cool. All right. Last so, one. What, what, do you, what do you got for invest us? Invest in the tech, invest in the training. There you go. No, the last one is you ready for what not to do advisors don't do $25 an hour work or less. We what all know mean? this one. What do you, what no. do you mean? Well, I think, I, I think we know it, but you got, I need you to bludgeon it in now, please. Bludgeon it. <laughs> yeah. So my, one of my early mentors used to say, there's no reason you should be mowing the lawn. You should not be cleaning your house. You should not be doing your paperwork. You should not be doing photocopies back when we had photocopies. You should not be making phone calls, answering the phone calls, scheduling your meetings, anything, unless you love any of those things, by the way. He said that unless you really love mowing the lawn and getting on your tractor or whatever you yeah. do, then, okay, unless you should not be doing that work because you should be doing $100 an hour work. And it's, it's, it's a rule of any business, right? You should delegate that which you don't love or is under your pay grade so that you can go out and generate more revenue. It's just obvious business. It's but obvious, but it's not obvious. That's the thing. It doesn't it's like, not? well, no, like it, it, that's what doesn't like, like even if you think about it, let's say you make a hundred bucks an hour being an advisor. Why are you spending your time doing $25 an hour work? But I see it happen all the time. I was talking to two new advisors just this week. They're like, yeah, we're doing all this stuff. And they have assistance already and they're not delegating the work. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, I don't do all your work for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, Arnold. No, we should, the Terminator should do it, right? Technology should be doing a lot oh, of work. Oh, for so much of that can be, right? Oh right? my gosh. It should be automated or delegated. That's all technology is. It's just basically delegating it the cost of less than a human, right? That's the whole point. Robo advisor should be on our team, right? Arnold, 100%. go pick up that car and move it into the backyard, right? He can do it. So, you know, I think that's really the key. We should hopefully take some things from here. All right. So should we should we run through our list again just to like let's make sure do it we're... real quick? Yeah, All let's right, do it real ahead. quick. All right. I'll do the first five. Go. Don't sleep with your clients. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep with them, please. Um, care about your uh, care about your clients and show them. So, you know, they don't remember, they don't care how much you know until you know they know how much you care. All right. Uh, don't be a jargon jerk. Stay away from using jargon. Check your ego at the door, please. Don't intimidate. You know, educate, listen. Uh, lists are for salespeople. I mean, I guess if you want to be a salespeople, I mean, go be you. But 
Uh, if, you're, if you're leading with advice, focus on relationships, being a subject matter expert, things of that nature, curate the long game. And my one of my favorites is do not be a pitch slapping pirate. All right, go buy some lather, <laughs> lather people up, man. Come on. <laughs> Very strange one. I'll let you have that one, but okay. Don't distribute. Don't, yeah, right. I don't even know. I'll leave that as it is. All right. So let's look the last six here. Uh, last five, right? Uh, nothing is good enough on your preeminence for marketing. You gotta, you gotta be intentional about this thing. So don't go, don't get away with your, uh, your old website, go make it modern and make it attractive. One product is not going to solve every problem. So please stop that. Okay. Maybe get a second product, uh, and accept the fact that two products maybe serve more problems than one. Uh, don't try to outdo Arnold, right? The, the robo here is your friend. Go be more human. Just in, institute yeah. some of this fantastic tech. And of course, train on it. That means go figure out how to use it to get the ROI. And of course, at the end, make sure you're doing the intentional work. Don't do the $25 an hour work. Uh, please figure out a way to delegate offshore, offshore it, offload it, whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you will not grow unless you're able to delegate. Hopefully that uh, hopefully that was useful to some of you. Um, <laughs> Let us not, know. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, right. You're able to pull off at least three or four of these things. Uh, I'm sure most of you already know this, but it's again, a reminder for what we all need to do uh, just a little bit better. And, and of course, make incremental improvement and improvement in our, our experiences. So that's all we have for today, Derek. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's a little, you know, change. We're wrapping up the year and, you know, just, you know, hope you all have like awesome holiday season and, and that you're, you're playing this episode. I think you should take the earbuds out and put your Bluetooth speakers on because everyone in your household while you're having your holiday meal should listen to this episode. Hopefully they're making fun of you or us. They're doing yeah. one or the other. Yeah, have a um, laugh at our expense. We're okay with it. It's true. Make sure you do subscribe. We have an awesome le- lineup of people that are going to be interviewed and some um, yeah. fantastic na- names that you all know. We were actually surprised at how far we were able to get some of the the um, uh, guests on our podcast. So we've got some great stuff lined up for 2022. Uh, from our family to yours, have a fantastic holiday and a safe uh, new year. Uh, stay healthy Definitely. until the next year. Yeah. Rock, rock on everyone. Sending positive vibes your way. Cheers. All right, Derek. All the best. Until my man. the next time. Yeah, buddy. See ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to Rethink, the financial advisor podcast with Holtz and Notman. Be sure to subscribe now and join the ongoing conversation. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Asset Map or Connector. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.